Hello. Welcome back to the Pit Lane Collective podcast. What was that? <laughs> you just couldn't wait to say it. I went, I went to say hello and then you carried on and I was like, don't stand on him. But the air came out anyway. <laughs> That's going to be a clip. Um, so if you listen to last episode, you'll know uh, we were going to do two slightly shorter episodes this week. Uh, last episode was just a really quick recap of the stories that went on uh, post the Saudi race. This one's going to be a quick preview of the Australia race, which we've waited two weeks for by the time the weekend comes around. Um, yeah. Mm. You had a couple of things you wanted to discuss about the Oz. I race did. Up, Obviously, didn't you? Yeah. we're back in. We're back in Melbourne again. We're back racing again. Uh, we're back racing again. Um, and then, obviously. For the, for the past, I don't even know how long, but for the past, well, plenty of years, there's um there's been a certain Aussie on the grid. Oh, it won't be the same. At Melbourne. And we ain't got Ricardo anymore, have it we? It just won't be the same. Hopefully he turns up somewhere. I'm sure he will. Obviously, he's got that sort of development role with Red Bull. Yeah. Um, It wouldn't even surprise me if they put him in to do a couple of laps in like an older Red Bull or maybe even in a practice or yeah. something like that. Um, but even though we haven't got Ricardo on the grid racing, <laughs> we've got a new Aussie. We have, yeah. One that's um, still got a lot to prove, still very new. Um, yeah, a certain Oscar Piastri. Yeah. Who... Will be wanting to do really well in this race, naturally. Everyone wants to do really well in the home race. I'm not so sure he's got the car to actually do very well in his home race. Um, do you think he can break top 10? I actually, I'm going to put my neck out there and say maybe, yeah. Okay. I think he can because um, I was looking at back at last year and the sort of the form that M- McLaren had in the first two races, Bahrain and, and Saudi, was terrible last yeah. year. And then they suddenly made a massive leap and finished, I think, fourth and fifth. Yeah. Um, in Australia now, I'm not necessarily saying that that's just going to happen again, but I do wonder if like McLaren car for whatever reason just doesn't suit those first two races, and then it's a slow waker upper. Might yeah, might come alive a little bit more. Yeah, maybe. I hope so. But I'd I, like to see him do well. I was going to say, I know we've discussed McLaren just the team you want to do well. Yeah, I think. Um, so yeah, I would like to see them get a bit better, a bit more competitive. Plus, I think they belong up there as well. Um, the car looks poo currently. <laughs> it looks really bad, yeah, doesn't it? It's kind, not. What poos are you having? Uh, covered yeah, in billboards, yeah, yeah. <laughs> luminous orange ones. But like, it doesn't um, stay off the buttocker. <laughs> yeah, just eating carrots constantly. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't look great. No, so, it, like, it is just a. It's a moving billboard. It, isn't it? it is. It's yeah. basically just. Uh, yeah, the chrome wheels, wheels are cool, but but I'd like to see Oscar be able to do something with it. Obviously, we can't talk about Oscar without Lando also being able to do something with it. But as it's Oscar's home race, and they actually had quite a good little race between themselves. I mean, it was right at the back yeah. in Saudi, but um, yeah, Oscar looked like he was taking it to Lando a little bit. So I hope yeah, he has a good race. I do as well, and I think I'm really interested to see how their relationship goes throughout the season. Because I know Lando, I like I'm a, I like Lando. I think he's a great driver, but I also think he's a bit susceptible to getting a bit a bit childish sometimes and a bit like I know when Daniel came into the team, he felt really threatened, mm, didn't he? Yeah, um, his position felt threatened. So I, I wonder if if Piastri puts in a few good performance, maybe beats him. How 
that'll affect him. Do you think it'll rattle him a bit? Yeah, I think it will rattle him because I think he firmly believes himself to be the number one driver, which is right, I think. Mm. If there is such a thing at, at McLaren, he would certainly be that, and he definitely was when Daniel was there because Daniel just wasn't performing. But how long will it be if Piastri keeps keeps beating him and maybe puts in better performances? I think he, I think he would. Yeah, I think he, he would. He's the type to get a bit, a bit rattled, a bit def- really defensive. Mm. He, he seems to come out. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the, the side plots really that I'm looking forward to this season is to see how them two get on. Because um, I said it, it even took Ricardo like a little while to break him, yeah, and for them to come sort of friendly. I know Lando was a bit standoffish, standoffish at first, but yeah, it'll be interesting that one. Yeah, it's it's kind of a make or break year for for Lando, really. Then isn't it? Do you it? think? I I think that if Piastri kind of beats him, mm. like convincingly, then yeah, I do think it it kind of. It I, would it would shake kind of I I I think Lando's a great driver, but I think if Piastri kind of not wipes the floor with him, but if he if he beats him convincingly in 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 certain races or qualifying and how the head to head goes throughout the season, I do think it would bring Lando's stock down as a driver a bit, or it would it would it definitely launch Piastri's stock all the way. And up he's there. already got a pretty high stock, hasn't he? I know when he came in from F two to F one, a lot of teams were sniffing around him to get a signature. Um, <clears throat> So his stock's already pretty high. I don't know. I just I can't look past Lando's future being in one of the top teams. I can just see him there. Mm. Um, as you say, he's a he's a great driver. I think the the extra experience he's now got on Piastri. Yeah, yeah. Um, should help. I think I think I'm I'm seeing a similar situation with when Russell went to Mercedes. You know that kind of yeah. I can just see him taking that trajectory, not necessarily to Mercedes. But to one of them, Red Bull, jumping up, Red Bull, Mercedes, maybe Ferrari, if he'd want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> he'd want to put himself through that <laughs> yeah. agony. Why? Um, maybe even Aston Martin. Yeah, if Aston Martin keep on on the form they're doing, and maybe Alonso retires in a year or two, maybe taking that seat if they're still nah, up there as well. Alonso's going to be driving when he's eighty. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna still be racing in yeah <laughs> thirty years time. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see that kind of. Like how Lando deals with that pressure if it comes, yeah. and like how Piastri kind of handles it as well, and yeah, maybe things will get a little testy, a little mm, frosty. I think we'll, so. We'll see, but hopefully, you know, Oscar had a great qualifying last time out. Hopefully, he can do the same here. Hopefully, McLaren can jump up a little bit. Like I don't think that. anyone's happy seeing them all the way down there. No. Um. So yeah, for his home race, let's uh, let's see how Piastri gets on. Points would be nice for them, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. It would. Um, I also, I wanted to bring up the fact that Alonso scored his 100th podium and then didn't score it and then scored it at the last race. Two podiums in one race. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty good going, isn't it? And there is a stat that's been floating around on Instagram which um, says that every driver who scores 101 podiums on their 101st podium, it's a race win. Wow. I like that. Opta stats over so, there. So... Yeah, I mean, there's four drivers. Uh, sorry, there's five drivers who've scored 101 podiums or more. I'm Only one, five, which I'm is insane. And all of them have won on their 101st podium. So you've got Prost in 1993, Schumacher in 2002, Hamilton in 2016, and both Vettel and Raikkonen in 2018. Will Alonso be number six on that list? We'll save that because 
we're going to do the predictions at the end of this episode. That's true. And I can't wait to see if you really stick your neck out there and say you're <laughs> going to win this race. <laughs> Believe. But um, it is a really cool, it's and cool very, little stat, and strange stat. Yeah. So if he can, maybe there's, there's mystic arts at play. I think it's always fun when these sorts of things come up because yeah. there's always patterns and stuff, isn't there, that kind of develop and then you read way too much into them and it's like, nah, it's just kind of, you and know. start believing in aliens and that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think Raikkonen won in 2018, but his last win before that was like 2013. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely some sort of, uh, yeah, little chances, but that's a fun little stat to keep an eye on. It's also crazy, or is it, I don't know, that only five drivers have... Or the 101 podiums. It blew my mind a bit. That's in itself. That's a, a mad stat, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I it mean, blew my. I I thought that there would be more, um, but apparently not. Probably had Verstappen to that in a few years. Yeah, like a couple of months. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Depending. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, but yeah, so I guess talk of predictions. Shall we? Uh, shall we jump into that? How are you? Um, how are you sort of? Seeing the teams and the, the driver order kind of shaking out from Saudi to, uh, from Jeddah to, to Melbourne to Alba Park. Uh, well, do you want me to do my predictions? I do. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> uh, I think Max is going to get back to winning <laughs> really? ways really? on this one. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think Max is going to get, going to go back to winning ways. We're going to have to start doing predictions without the top two, aren't we? Oh, or are we? So I've been thinking about this, right? <laughs> and this is either going to make me look really stupid or a genius. I think Alonso is going to get second. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to add this to me predictions, right? That I think, just to make me sound even more impressive if it happens, I think um, Perez is going to suffer reliability issues. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to have him in my top five. Are we doing? Yeah, we'll do top, top five. five. I'm not going to put him in there um, just because I've just had this feeling thrown around my head that he's going to accidentally, Max is going to clip something. <laughs> um, just on the grid beforehand with the yeah. screwdriver, just take it. And then in third, I'm going to go with Russell on the podium. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why, but in the last few episodes that we've done, I've somehow been really blowing Mercedes's horn. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. I've really been... In their corner, like uh, on the last episode, sorry, the last week's race episode that we did, um, I was saying they probably got the second best car on the grid. I was really trying to like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. You were fighting for them, weren't you? I really don't know why. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. This is, because part of the reason why I'm doing this as my top five is because normally our top fives are so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's just see if something crazy happens, and I'll look a genius. You just shuffle the deck of cards and go on, right? Okay, yeah. I think Piastri's going to win. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, um, and then I'm going to go with Leclerc. Okay, in fourth and Stroll in fifth. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. I like that. I like that. That's what I'm going to. That's what I'm going to go with. Mm. And I'm sticking with it, and I'm either going to look really stupid. Or you're going to be coming to me for betting tips? Yeah, yeah. Well, especially if Perez does have reliability issues, mate. I think you. I, I definitely think you're onto one with the Red Bull reliability. They don't call me Mystic Josh. Yeah, yeah. they still don't. They still don't. Um, after this, <laughs> but I, I think that's an interesting one. I think I would probably go a little safer on mine, just because I actually feel like the Red Bulls, even though they have 
um they've had some reliability niggles in the past like two races i think that they've managed to pull away a little bit and then just manage them they kind of like blast off into the distance and then shut the car down a little bit and just kind of coast it home it seems to be unless the issue stops the car yeah yeah they just kind of keep rolling and stuff so unfortunately my top two predictions are a little dull Uh, so well kind of my top three really because i've gone a little bit kind of samey i've gone max perez alonso although I, i would love to see you know, if, if one of the Red Bulls has issues, I'd love to see something else climbing up. And then I've gone for Leclerc and Hamilton. Oh, so you've done the old swap a on the Mercedes. I've done a switch because I actually think that, um, and, and it's probably not, you know, it's not based on any actual evidence, but last year Ferrari were incredible in Australia. Mm-hmm. Like Leclerc just, drove away and yeah. won the race like it, no one was anywhere near him um and i'm struggling to see that like clearly that track suited their car a lot better whereas in Jeddah they were much more kind of even yeah with the red bulls so i'm thinking that ferrari dropped a little bit sort of relative to red bull in Jeddah this year but hopefully they'll close, close back the up. yeah if if the sort of characteristics work the same way um, so yeah, I've I've put Leclerc fourth, and then I think just because Hamilton, I d- I don't really know why I I put him in fifth. I've just got a sort of sneaking suspicion he'll be around, he'll be up there. Um, I, I think I mean I don't think it's a a wild prediction because I think the Mercedes is definitely capable of fifth, <laughs> yeah, like a hundred percent. Interestingly though, I I think it's strange because I know we've both done our own previous predictions. I actually haven't on this one, but you have still. Stroll, yeah, just ignored Stroll. Just, I know, yeah. I know. I um, even though he's in the same machinery as Alonso, I still, I don't feel like he's. I feel like he's shown that he's really quick, and in the, to be fair to him, in the past he's shown that as well. Yeah, he's just super inconsistent. He at the is. Moment. He is inconsistent. Yeah, it, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him to be in the wall somewhere. Yeah, or to have clipped someone and lost a bit of front wing or got a puncture or something like that. I feel like I'm being a bit harsh on him there. No, I don't think so, because but, I think his inconsistency is the reason that I did Mercedes second in my constructors' predictions. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think if he, he was more consistent, that would have switched. That yeah. would have passed the Martin in seconds. But because of that, I think Russell and Hamilton are more consistent drivers and therefore will gain more points accumulatively throughout the season. Mm. Um, so now I'm with you on that. Um, but I just think it's interesting. I've seen a lot of people's on like my Instagram and and other stuff and most of them do the same when they do mm. predictions Stroll's just not there at all mm. so it seems to be like Alonso is either like overdriving that car and getting like 120% out of it or Stroll is really not yeah I mean in I mean? fairness like I, I guess Stroll's had what an injury in the first race and then the car broke down and it wasn't his fault yeah, in yeah, the yeah. second one so you never know we could see him right behind alonso or right with alonso even um i, mean, I don't think it's 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 not like a it's not a secret that alonso's a much better driver yeah so uh, even in the same machine really probably going to beat stroll every time but it's just interesting that like because i think with it's kind of the same with perez it's like he's in so much better machinery yet he 
like say in the first race, for instance, he's not as far ahead as Max is. Yeah. Other yeah. cars can get a bit closer to him because he's just maybe not as good a driver as Max is. I think it's kind of the same with these two. Um, but like you see in the in the last race, he manages to win the race because the machinery. It was a great drive from him as well. Machinery really gets him over the yeah he, over he, the like it bridges the gap yeah. between ability and the, the capability of the car. Yeah, that's what, what we're uh, what we're seeing quite a lot this year, anyway, isn't it? It's the sort of two by two thing of yeah. like the the Red Bulls, the Astons, or whatever. It'll be interesting to see if it mixes up like we've predicted here. I'd love to see a proper. I, I think realistically, the Red Bulls are probably going to drive off into the distance, no, but not, I'd no, love to. Or, or Perez is going to explode, <laughs> but I'd love to see. I mean, I'd love to see everyone fighting, but I'd love to see the the sort of the Astons. The um, Mercedes and the Ferraris have yeah. a proper battle yeah. and being on on pace with each other because um, I think we were kind of denied that in the the last race. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess those are our predictions. Then we haven't seen anything, any run in any practice because they're not there yet. So um, maybe nope. we're wrong. <laughs> uh, we probably are because um, I think we're going to try and put this episode out around sort of free practice one or two yeah, or something yeah. like that. So. Uh, let us know how wrong we've been um, or if we're onto a winner. Um, and yeah, I guess we'll be back for the episode discussing the Australian Grand Prix. So let's hope it was a good one. Next week. Loads to discuss and there was stuff happening everywhere. Yeah, fingers crossed. I, do you know what? I want a wet race. Yeah. I really want... I don't, I don't know how common it is. I don't feel like it's very common in Melbourne. I'd love a wet race. It doesn't feel like it's very common. No. It doesn't feel like it ever rains in Australia. No. So if you're in Australia, please do, just do a rain dance or something yeah. and get us, not get that us it'll a wet stop, race. Not that it'll stop Max because he's notoriously a very good wet driver. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it might make the rest of the grid be a yeah, bit Yeah, it, it just spice things up a little bit. I'd yeah. love to see one. Um, but yeah, I guess that's our that's our little little um, preview of little aperitif. Yeah, yeah, the little little sort of uh, starter for the race weekend for you, and um, we'll catch you on the flip side and see how it's gone. We will. And just before we go, we said in the last episode, let us know if you like these yeah shorter form bite sized podcasts. If you do, we'll we will keep doing them. If not, let us know. Um, just let us know what you want to see in them. Really. Yeah. We're using this time as to kind of experiment our way through the format of what it's going to be going forward. So your input would be greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, yeah, and if you're not if you're not already, give us a follow on uh, Instagram and TikTok. We are tpc.pod. Well remembered. Yeah, I, I was frantically searching for that nice. in my brain there. And until then, uh, the next episode, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, we'll see you. We will. Ciao. See you then. Thank you. Goodbye.